Hey, welcome back to the Brink of Reality podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Brinks, in the chat. As always, slightly delayed this week, though uh, it's well worth the wait. This is a really good chat with Tiffany. So thank you to everyone who has reached out asking, where is the X interview? It is here. It is coming now on Sunday. I apologize for the, for that slight delay. Uh, I'll talk a little bit about that at the end of the podcast as well. Big uh, stuff happening in my little world at the moment. So uh, that's okay. But huge episode with... Uh, Tiffany, she's really honest, which I, I think you'd expect from a Tiffany podcast. But, uh, I hope you do enjoy my chat with Tiffany. Hey, Tiff, how are you going? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Yeah, good. Uh, excited to get to chat to you, which is a lot of fun. You were such a such a big fun character out there, so I'm really um, keen to to break it down with you. Um, I apologize because I'm going to go straight to last night and talk about it. Can you talk to me about how you saw last night happening and what was your perception heading into the tribal council? Okay, so um, yeah, it was a it was a big fat mess. Um, Last night should have been something. So let, let me just break it down to you so that you can really understand what, what took place. Amazing. After the whole move that we made with Xander, myself and Evie, that, by the way, um, I've said it a few times already, that move was masterminded by Evie and myself. And um, Xander was, you know, he did the performative thing with the, with the idol. And I did not use that idol on Evie like he asked I showed so much loyalty there. And I really thought like, hey, that was massive. Like I just showed you massive loyalty. It's not like we're sitting here with 10,000 people that want to work with us. Like there's my loyalty. So I thought I, you know, at least would have him coming into this next tribal. And when we got back to camp, what you all don't know is that he wouldn't talk to me at all. So somehow I became public enemy number one. I don't even know how by showing, lo- showing loyalty. And um, nobody would talk to me. There was nowhere to go. I was like literally on that island, just like looking around and everybody, Shan's holding court on the beach. Um, there, Then I see some fighting between, you know, like power struggles within their fractured tribes that they have going on with themselves. And it was just like kind of a hot mess on the beach. And all things Survivor, you would think going into that tribal, you would want to flush something, right? That's a strategic Survivor move. How the hell did you get me out and not flush a single thing? So going in, I was like, you know what? They're going to split the votes. They're going to split it, right? Maybe on Xander and me or Nasir and me. That would make sense. And Heather pops up and everything goes to shit and I'm voted off and nothing is flushed. And it was just a nightmare. Can you talk to me a little bit about Heather? Because she kind of came out of nowhere last night. What was your relationship with her? And and was she trying to save you? Is that what you felt was happening? So, yeah. I mean, listen, you know, Heather jumps up. At, I mean, she could not get up out of that seat fast enough. I know. I think you could see it a little bit. Jeff does talk about it a little bit on there. Yeah. And she tells me to, like, sit there and not move. Okay. When somebody says that to you, let alone Heather, you are jumping up like your ass is on fire to go figure out what you're going to do to save your soul. Because I don't know what this woman's doing, but it is not going to be good. And to be honest, I think she was trying to save me. I think she was trying to put the votes on the seer. Somehow screwed up. People went crazy. And it ends up being between me and Heather. She ends up almost voting herself off the island. 
Yeah. Like Liana votes for me when she should have voted for Xander. She's running after him all, you know, all the whole time and puts my name down. Heather puts my name down. Like what in the name of God was going on? So like, yeah, she was trying to save me. I think I don't, I don't know. I don't know what she was doing. I don't know. I have no idea. It's, 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 uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. You're there, you're getting your torch snuffed. You become the first member of the jury, which is amazing. So you get to see the whole game out. What are the emotions uh, around that? Because, um, I'll come to the second question in a sec, but like, what are the emotions in that moment of having the torch snuffed and knowing your game's over at that point? So at that moment, all I could think was, ugh. I had everything going into this merge and it was just, it was this combination of like being so angry that nothing was flushed. And I got out of survivor, which is like a strategic game where everybody knows, like you have something in your pocket, you're public enemy. Number one, like what is going on? We're at the merge where, you know, this is, this is it. We're finally at merge. It's time to start really playing and you get me out and you leave all of these other things in the game. Terrible. Why would you do this? Like it was so aggravating to me because I felt like it was such a disrespect to the game and even more so a disrespect to my game because why am I out and nothing is flushed? Get me out. Fine. No problem. But you got to flush something like why it's just to me, it's just terrible gameplay, which, yeah, the fans are going to go crazy. Everybody's going to go crazy. By the end of tonight, nobody will remember. It's over. On to the next, you know, victim. But not flushing something, terrible play. I hope it's, I, I hope they speak about this for a long time because it was bad. Yeah, I don't disagree. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> let me talk, talk to you a little bit about the relationships that you did have on the beach. Obviously, um, Evie was someone that you were close with. Um, Xander was on your original tribe. Liana was on your original tribe. Talk to me about the relationships that you did have through the game. So going in, you know, we were a tight underdog Yasith four, you know, and, and really there was the girl alliance there and um, just that happened naturally. I mean, it was just sort of like Abraham was off and now just by sheer numbers alone on a small tribe, right? Yeah. We're going girl strong. We're not even going to turn around because we have the numbers. And I was very, very close with Ebby. It showed me, it showed me to be closer with Liana, who I absolutely adore. She's a doll and, you know, a sweetheart. And I, and I, and I loved her in the game. She ultimately flipped on me. Um, but, you know, she's a great girl, super smart people out there. Um, I'm super close with, um, with Voce. He's one of my closest friends. Me and Evie, of course, are super close. Sydney and I have great laugh. Like, there were some wonderful people out there, you know, some you're closer with than others, but yeah. ultimately very smart people. Um, and it's just the game gets you and, and you see such a broken down version of everybody. But I walked away with some great people. Tiff, tell me about playing Survivor, because I really loved in the uh, first episode, they highlighted that you were late onto the cast and you had to scramble to get there. Can you talk a little bit about that? Oh, yeah, I could talk a lot about that. So um, pre-pandemic, I was out there and pretty much thought it was a lot for season 41 or 42 for me, only to be told after pandemic, everything kind of blew up all over the place, right? Whoever, whatever casting happened had to be all redone. And I became an alternate, which was devastating. But something in me was like, I don't know, I still feel like I'm going to be out there. I just kept envisioning myself sitting on this beach, like, you know, fighting for my life in the game. 
And I got a phone call with like 24 hours to get myself together, quit my job, get my kids in order, get my dog in order, get my finances in order, get the worst freaking outfits you've ever seen in your whole life from Target and get out to LA to fly out to, you know, to, to Fiji and play this game. So mentally, I was nowhere near where everybody else was, right? I didn't have three months to get my cute little outfits. Did you see me out there? Was that? But, and then to be told like you're yellow and orange, which could be possibly my worst colors ever in the history of colors. And, and I'm just running out there with 24 hours under my belt and it was madness. But if you know me, I thrive in chaos. So it was, it was nothing. I would do it again tomorrow the same way. I do not care if you would have told me 10 hours, I was getting on that plane no matter what, but it was absolutely chaotic to get out there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank goodness I did put you on the cast because you were, uh, an electric person on screen and definitely added a lot to the show, which is um, so good. So I'm really glad you did get, did get that chance. Um, do, looking back on your time, is there a moment that you had an experience there that was either on the show or, or just happened on the island that wasn't showing that um, like sits with you still today? Yeah. So like, you know, the actual environment that you're in is something that you can't describe in real life to people. I wish everybody could just jump into my, you know, into my eyes and look out at the sky and the, the, the sunrise and the sunset and not knowing where the water begins and ends and the sky meets the water. It's unbelievable. And then me finding those turtles, like how can that not sit with somebody as one of the most incredible experiences to ever be lucky enough to have on Survivor, right? Let alone Survivor is phenomenal. But to come upon what I thought I hit the mother load in, I thought I hit the mother load of like crabs. So, you know, I was like, oh my God, we're eating for months, you know? And, and I get closer and I'm like, these look like little dinosaurs. What are these? And it's like these turtles. And I'm running back and getting everybody it. Because by the way, I was out looking for sweet potato for four hours before that, starving to death. The edit looked like we were eating fish. That was not the same time frame. And I just found them and that was outrageous. It was like nothing you would ever think you could see in your life. It was great. I know. It was incredible. People have paid thousands of dollars to go to Fiji to to maybe see that. Uh, so to have that experience on the show is pretty incredible. It was amazing. Survivor is a huge, uh, amazing thing. I know it's a really big part of uh, your experience as well. Um, thank you so much for playing such a big game. I really appreciate it. Um, thank you. And uh, thank you for taking the time to chat to me today. I love your accent. I could speak to you for another three hours just if you would just say words. You don't even have to ask anything. Just say words, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And just keep talking. It's good. All right. That's where I'm going to actually end my chat with Tiffany. So uh, we did say a few more words after that. But um, yeah, really cool to chat to Tiff about her experience on the show, which was uh, really fun. I think whatever you think about Tiff as a game player, um, she was definitely like a really entertaining person out there on the beach, which I um, think was much needed on this season. So um, thank you to CBS Channel 9 for helping me set this one up um, and to for everyone who has been listening and checking out these podcasts, even if slightly delayed. Uh, It's been been a big week, as I said, but um, yeah. So much great gameplay out there. I'm still liking the edits of Liana, especially who I feel like it's going to prominence. Um, Shan- the whole Shannon, it's so fascinating to me. I-, I can see it from her perspective as well. She's been posting on Twitter talking about how, you know, when men play this way, it's perceived in a powerful light. When women play this way, uh, it's seen as like aggressive. So I-, I don't disagree with her. I think if someone wants to go out there and play really big um, and play bold, then I'm all for it. And I have really enjoyed 
enjoy the way Shaz played this season. So um, that's been really good. Uh, personal side tangent. If you don't want to listen to any other podcast, thank you. Find me at uh, Ryan V. Brink on Twitter. Uh, engage in the conversation. I am going to self-indulge for a little bit on the podcast. So uh, non-survivor related. So feel free to click off now if you want to. Um, I just wanted to, to make reference to a big thank you to people from the survivor community who over the last week have reached out in many numbers um, to uh, send their condolences my way, which has been really kind and generous. Uh, for those people who don't know, uh, my beloved Greyhound Epi passed away uh, last Sunday night um, quite suddenly and unsurpri- and very surprisingly. Major blindside uh, to still a survivor reference. Um, so it's probably good that we can joke at this point. It's not been a good week. It's not been fun. So um, very, very sad, but um, more sad because when I've recorded podcasts, I've been doing podcasting since, tw- since 2015. I got Epi not uh long thereafter um and uh, i have moved around a little bit the last couple of years which has been uh, eventful in itself um recording from a whole bunch of different places um and epi has been my one constant being there the whole time and has probably <laughs> listened um either her eyes next to me um or upside down um with her bed next to where i would record the podcast for, for probably close to 500 podcasts i know that at times i've had to like cut out little snippets where she's made growling noises or had to be let out um that you guys generally wouldn't know about because um you know i edit that stuff out of the podcast but um it has been there in my listening ear uh in this process right now where i finish recording the podcast and i i do a bit of an edit to to tidy up the audio and um yeah it's it's uh, just a big weird moment to look over to my right and not see her there uh laying there listening to me talk about survivor um for the first time in a really long time so um yeah a little bit sad uh, on my front but again i just want to make a huge thank you to everyone who has uh reached out and sent their love and support it's been great um apologies again for the delayed podcast kind of to do with that as well i i uh was busy on friday um with that stuff so uh i had to delay this but again huge shout out to nine and cbs for helping facilitate all of that as well and uh that's it until next time the community has spoken I- I have spoken. I will chat to you sometime really soon. So, yeah.